This is the Clint Files number 10. Um, today we're going to talk about people uh, talking down to you and what it really means. Because I had this conversation not too long ago, like actually at Bonnaroo with uh, somebody I just met. We had this conversation and he was like, I don't remember how we got into it, but he said something about me not getting uh, shit talked, basically, because I wrote or something, I guess, to that effect. And I was like, dude, people still talk shit to me, um, even at shows, you know, random people, obviously. Uh, I did a, um, I don't think it was a GNCC, but it was some kind of like cross-country race like that, or... Um, I don't even know anything about it. Enduro, maybe. Um, and uh, it was raining. And they're, like, riding through the woods. So we weren't jumping. And then eventually we pushed the ramp in. And we jumped it kind of short just to get, like, a show off. And I mean, downpour, like, monsoon. And uh, the kid comes up. And he's, like, you know, one kid's, like, we ride in the rain all the time. And I'm, like, you're riding in the woods. You know, like, you're not jumping metal ramps where you can land in the face of it. So we rode. The whole face of it was covered with mud. So then after we ride, this little, another kid comes up. He's probably 13. His dad's like 10 feet behind him. And he just goes, hey, man, uh, Flyer said uh, professional freestyle motocrossers. And I was like, Ugh. you know, well, I, I uh, this is how I make my living for like the last 10 years. So, I mean, I guess I'm not sure how else you would uh, describe, you know, professional. I thought that that was the. I thought that was the prerequisite for you to be a professional was to make a living. But so off-road crowd was really hard to please, especially in muddy conditions. It was like not favorable in a grass field. Um, one time I had an old guy walk up to us at uh, Hershey Park, PA, and he just walks up and he goes, uh, we're sitting in front of the ramps. The ramps are all set up and everything. We rode. We're sitting at a table. And this old guy comes up and he goes, uh, they pay you for this? And we go, yeah. And he goes, not very well, judging by what you're wearing. And I just uh, I just got up and walked away from that one. I was like, I'll just let you guys, I'll let you guys handle it. Had another guy. Um, we were at a fair. Same thing, rain really bad. We ended up having that. We were on like uh, the um, uh, tractor, like uh, pulls infield thing there like a dirt you know strip which was going to be sick until it downpoured for hours so then we end up moving it out onto like this gravel like area and uh then this guy shows up with his kid and he's just like we had actually already done the show it was over it was abbreviated version in the parking lot this guy shows up with his kid and he just starts going who who uh who's the best you know who's doing the biggest tricks what are you guys doing this and that, and we're like, uh, you know, whatever we told him. And he, he was like, oh, well, my kid does this. It's going to be his day or some shit like that. I don't remember. He's like, my kid does this in the back on this step up and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, dude, cool. You know, like, I'm not saying nobody, I'm not saying your kid can't do this. But what I'm saying is you're kind of a dick. Like, who just charges in? Like, my kid does this in the backyard. He's way better than you. But that's just, that's, uh, 
there was a guy one time uh standing it was actually an english town the guy's standing like and we're jumping these big ramps in the parking lot and he's standing down by the shutdown area and literally every time we land he's got his hand over the fence and he's going he's like eh, waving it back and forth or he's giving us thumbs down or thumbs up depending on what his you know what his vote was so then i uh I stopped right in front of him. I hopped off my bike and I like held it out to him. And I was like, here you go, dude. And he goes, I don't have safety equipment. And I was like, we got plenty of safety equipment for you. We'll get you whatever you need. He didn't have That was the end of it. One week after X Games, one week after uh, Travis Pastrana did the double backflip, we're doing a park, doing a show in a parking lot. I'm not even doing backflips at this point. We're doing a parking lot show at um chicagoland speedway and some kids are standing there screaming double backflip you know it's like settle down but i mean here's the thing i guess that's whatever you know because you don't know those people so uh i mean it's obviously annoying um but it is what it is you don't know those people but i mean it's like I think the worst of it is when it's people that you know, you know, that are constantly telling you or like come up to you and say weird stuff. Like, um, for instance, I got a call last night from somebody that I've known for a really long time, but we don't talk. We talk like every couple of months or something like that. Maybe not even a couple of months. Let's say like year, maybe every year, maybe every year not every year over the last 13 years like let's say 13 years we've probably spoken six times that's might be generous six times is probably generous in 13 years let's say since i moved away um calls me up says oh you're a celebrity now i'm talking about comedy i guess which the only way you know me is if you follow me on social media, social media, like it's not like anybody else is posting my shit, but me. So that's a silly fucking statement. Oh, you're a celebrity. Yeah. If you follow, if you clicked follow on my accounts and you actually follow me, then I'm famous to you, which I mean, okay. So he starts off with you're being a celebrity, this and that says something about me being busy so i said that he's busy and his response is yeah but i'm busy working and i was like well being a celebrity is work you know like i don't okay so then uh <coughs> he's busy working you know so like mention that uh, again reiterated later on in the in the conversation that I said I was busy this weekend, and then he's once again referred to he was busy we working, not what I'm doing, which is fine, okay? Then um, he says that he heard that my Pulp MX set was good. Okay, and repeat that three times. He heard that it was good. He didn't listen to it. He heard. He wanted to make sure that I knew that he didn't listen to it himself, that somebody else said something to him which actually i'm more impressed by uh that if he didn't listen to himself 
somebody else gave a shit enough to even be like, yo, the, the set was good. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm more impressed with myself because he didn't listen to it directly and somebody happened to like say something. That makes me feel better about myself. So, um, three times just to make sure. So I don't, you know, and then asks me, uh, you know, after the business stuff, like what else is going on? Like, uh, I'm going to divulge all this, some kind of personal information after, you know, after all that shit talking to me about how I wasn't shit. I wasn't doing anything hard. That's what it was. Um, I even had, uh, this is probably like, um, I don't even know, 10 years out of high school, maybe, I don't know, mid twenties, late probably mid twenties. I run into this guy that I went to school with at a party and he decides to tell me that he rode a um, four wheeler recently, like a couple weeks ago, week or two ago. And he could tell that if he rode four wheelers, he would be really good at it. Or if he rode bikes, he would be when he was young, he would be really good at it. So I'm like, what is that? What do you uh, what does that mean? Like, you think that if you rode bikes, you would be better than me? And he goes, yeah. Uh, all right. Like, okay. So this kid plays played hockey in high school. So I was like, yo, I know I only played hockey for like uh, a month or whatever in that clinic. But I could tell that if I continued to play hockey, dude, I would have been really good. And he goes, I've been much better than you. And he goes, no, no, that's different. That's different. And I'm like... It's not one. That's an ignorant fucking statement. I don't care what you're talking about. That's a. It's one of the stupidest statements I've probably ever heard. I rode something for 20 minutes. I could tell that if I had done this, I would be better than you. Although you you do this as a job, I would be better. I could tell. You're not that. What the fuck kind of logic is this? I had another guy um, in Georgia that uh, was like a um, friend of mutual friends. And he always used to try and start fights with me. And I'm like, the dude's way bigger than me. I'm like, I don't understand. I don't want to f- like, it's good, dude. You're going to beat me up. He did like jujitsu and shit. I'm like, you're going to beat me up. Like, it's not <laughs> even going to be fun for you. And you're way bigger than me, like probably like 50 pounds uh of muscle and he just continued wanting to talk shit to me and then finally one day he was all fucked up and started talking shit to me and was like uh said something about it i was um something about my parents being rich which is not true at all um and that uh i wouldn't like same similar thing like he would have been he would have done it if he had money if he he really wanted to ride, and if his mom had money and bought him a bike, he would have been better than me. And I'm like, why do you, how do you, okay, whatever, maybe you, maybe, here, I'll even give you this. I'll give both of them this. Maybe they could have been better than me. Maybe they're more talented people than I am. It's very possible. I don't think I'm that talented. 
If you can find anything on the internet or any, I have tons of footage online, videos, anything. If you can find anything of me ever saying that I was going to be the best at anything, please, I'll pay you $100. There's no footage of me ever going on about myself like I think I'm anything special. Ever. I don't feel like that. So, very well, they could have, they could totally be correct and be way more, you know, like, uh, talented than I am and gone further, which makes it more pathetic that they didn't, right? You're talking shit to me because I'm doing something that you would like to do, but you didn't do. So you want to be mad at me for doing it somehow. There's another one. Oh, there's another one that I wanted to talk uh, about, too. One of my good friends growing up's mom hated that I rode dirt bikes. She, um, you got, there is a story behind it. and I'm not going to get into it. But even the story is like, there's a lot of things wrong in the story for you to be blaming the motorcycle and motorcycling like okay i'll tell you the uh, uncle the my friend's uncle stole a street bike issue number one in the story this is how i remember it. i may be off but stole a street bike didn't know how to ride it ran into something and died and this equals we're mad at motorcycles. So in turn, we're mad at this kid who's riding motorcycles. So like when I would show back up, I'd be gone for a long time. I'd show back up. I'd come to the house. And the first thing that she'd say is like, oh, you, you got a real job? Are you still playing around with those motorcycles? You know, and it's like, again, I, di- I thought, um, the fact that you make your living doing something dictates whether it's uh whether you're playing or working. I didn't realize that if it's a fun job, it's not a job, right? You can't have, you have to be miserable at work. That's the lesson that I've learned from all these people. Y- in order for it to be work, it doesn't matter if you make money or not. In order for it to be work, you have to be miserable at it. I didn't realize that that was a prerequisite of work it has to suck so i mean maybe we need to have a better uh, like a more clear definition of work then because i thought it was like the things you had to do to make money whether you enjoyed them or not it's just that's work um and she used to always say stuff like that like just about put it down and I've touched on it a little bit, but I mean, what I, the realization that I've come to is that these people are mad that they didn't do something that they wanted to do. Um, they didn't, they didn't uh, end up riding or whatever, you know, acting or who the hell knows, singing in a band, yada, yada, yada. Um, but that is not my fault. Okay. I'm not to blame because you didn't become a ballerina. It's not, I never, I didn't steal your shoes. You know, none of that happened. Uh, I agree. My parents um, helped me out and got me bikes. 
in the beginning and then after uh you know a certain period of time after i turned 18 i had to figure out you know how to get money and pay for stuff and it was like selling my old bikes putting that money to new bikes plus money i made blah 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 like no, i didn't we're not nobody here is rich so um you know i would put it more so to the fact that i didn't give up and of course i originally my whole goal was to ride a motorcycle for a living okay so originally i thought racing and that's what I wanted to do. So I didn't end up, I was broke when I raced. I raced pro for two years, two and a half years. I was broke, super broke. Okay. And then freestyle came along and they're like, yo, 300 bucks guaranteed a weekend. Not even every weekend, whenever they have them. But it was like very, there was, I probably had like five events, six events the first year that I did freestyle. You know, 300 bucks plus a hotel room is not shit. You can't live off of that, not very well. So, like, really the point comes down to these people tried to get into this industry or an industry that isn't like you submit your resume and they sign you on for this amount of money. It's like you have to hustle and you have to be available for events and you have to be professional at events and you got to show up and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just a different type of job. And the fact that you couldn't hold out for the amount of lean time to get into yourself to a p to practice or concentrate enough on it to get yourself to a point to make money on it is not my fault. You know, comedy right now is the same way you know spoiler alert i don't fucking make money <laughs> really doing comedy at this point very little very little that's what it is but you know and here's another spoiler alert for i don't say it because it sucks but after being hurt and not riding anymore and not booking shows for years and trying to just go you know, paying, trying to pay all my medical bills off that I still owe like thousands of dollars on. I live at my parents' house. I moved back to New Jersey and I live at my parents' house. And I've had, I've heard people say some stuff or whatever, you know, like, you know, make comments. And that's fine. I'll eat shit right now because I'm going to take this opportunity to be in New Jersey, right next to New York. Where's a perfect place to to get into comedy. I got dog hair in my mouth. And I'm going to suck it up right now and make shit doing comedy to get good enough and get known enough that I can get onto shows and I can start generating money. And people aren't willing to do that. And I agree. The thing is, when I did it when I was 21, who fucking cares? Now I'm doing it at 39 after I've already had a house and a career. That's a super rough blow, you know, but still I'm going to have dickheads call me up and tell me I'm a fucking celebrity and I'm not fucking working. This is a person that wasn't around when I had the infection, when I couldn't do anything, when I didn't do anything all day. I couldn't focus on any type of work. I had no motivation. I had to move myself on crutches out of a house because the people there the environment wasn't good 
people weren't dealing with me anymore. I'm in the back, fucked up. Nobody will barely talk to me. I go to another place. I have trouble there. So I'm just, like, feeling lost. I don't make money. I got rid of my house. Like, I'm basically just spending savings to try to keep up with everything. And this asshole get, calls me up and tells me that, oh, you're just running around like a celebrity. People have no idea. Like, I say this about everything, like uh, pain, tattoo, whatever, injury. What's the worst injury ever? What's the most painful injury? What's the hardest situation ever to go through? And that's the one that you have dealt with directly. Always. That's how everybody sees everything. Because if I'm sitting here and you're sitting there and you're in pain, I can't feel it. Some people, I suppose, can. Some people have empathy. But for the most part, people do not have empathy. People have made their own lives. They've dictated what they do. And they're upset with it. And they want to talk down to the people that are actually doing it instead of being supportive. Which is fine. So these are this is something that I learned like I learned this a pretty long time ago. So I mean this is not new. It was just the fact that I got a call out of the blue and they start like poking like it's fucking ridiculous. You know, let's grow up here. Uh but if anybody out there, you know, you guys are striving to do your own thing and build your own thing there are always 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 gonna be people that you know and don't know or whatever that are gonna tell you that it's stupid idea or you're dumb for doing it or it won't work or you don't have a real job or you know what i mean they're they're no m here's the thing no matter what you do you out of school, like by trade, um, I went to vocational school for plumbing. Okay, so by trade, I would have been a plumber. Plumbing is a great job. They make good money. But I can guarantee you, somebody be talking shit about me handling shit. You know, I'm sure somebody's out there going, oh, he's a fucking plumber. You can't get away from it. So you might as well do something cool, you know, for the people that appreciate it or whatever screw anybody do it for you because you want to do it and you enjoy doing it and that's what i've always tried to do and i've always tried to take the bull by the horns and build stuff up myself and uh you know the thing is a lot of the stuff that i've done i have to put it all together on my own for the most part you know like the Pulp MX thing, I got my foot in the door by helping them set up the whole event in New Jersey with a venue. I didn't fucking just message them that I wanted to perform. I helped set the thing up, and then at the last minute, I was like, yo, I would love to open for you guys. I would love to warm the crowd. So, there was hustling that went into that. People can look at it and go, oh, you just did that. You know, they, you just went, and, but that's not how it happened. You know, and I don't put this out either, but the whole one in Vegas, man, that was like, you can come out and do it if you fly yourself out. I didn't get paid for that. I spent money to do that because I saw it as a good opportunity. So if you want to hate on me for all this stuff, then that's on you, dude, because 
you know, it is what it is. You can be mad at me, fucking cry about it. It's still not going to help you get any enjoyment out of life. And any, if anything, I don't feel, I feel bad for them, for people like that, that they would take their time out of their day when I show up to your house to ask if I'm fucking doing anything or if I'm playing around. You still, you got a, a real job, you still playing around. Like, the fact that that negativity goes through your head when you see somebody and you can't handle it. You can't handle it. You have to vomit the the negativity out at them because you're so upset with your life. The fact that you would be at a party and you're going to walk up to somebody and be like, yo, you know that thing that you do as your career forever? Like, fucking, if I wrote a four-wheeler, I wrote a four-wheeler for 10 minutes the other day, dude, and I could tell I would be way better than you if I did it. The fact that you felt the urge to come up and tell me that is a joke. The fact that you took time out of your day to call me and make sure that I knew that you didn't listen to the podcast yourself. Somebody told you that it was good. I feel bad. But I do feel better having talked about that. As much as I say it doesn't bother me, it is irritating because it's like, um, excellent. Good. I don't think you guys can hear the dogs barking. That's why this mic is so badass. Anyway, um, you can't like it doesn't really bother me. It doesn't affect me. But I, it, it's like, at the same time, I'm puzzled. It's not going to affect anything I'm going to do. Let's put it that way. You people talking shit are not changing my mind about about any goals or what I feel like I can achieve or anything like that, which is probably the biggest blow. I think that's why people like to talk shit to me. Like, seriously, I don't, I was thinking about this earlier too. Like people um, assume I'm arrogant or something and like I'm confident in myself that I'm confident that I can learn to do whatever and that um, if I want to do something, I can figure it out. But I'm not a cocky person. And I think most people, like, if anything, I'm more introverted and uh, awkward around people and groups. And so I don't talk to people. And people read that as me being, like, um, really arrogant. Uh, But, in fact, it's the exact opposite. It's more so, like, I don't, like, what do I talk to people I don't know about? I don't really know. Um, You know, I'm no good on text and all that stuff. I'm very bad at that. I don't get back to people a lot. I don't contact people. I've been trying to be more mindful of it recently and contact, like, all the boys that I used to ride with and stuff and say what's up and make sure that, you know, if anybody now has, uh, you know, let people know to an extent that I'm available if you got some shit going on or whatever because those are my those are my dudes but that's more of a recent development I think probably after being screwed up like uh, three times in a row from injuries but uh, sorry playing with the mic stand it's a habit from doing the comedy thing Um. yeah but 
anybody trying to do anything, just realize <clears throat> it comes at the price of people telling you it's not going to work and trying to dissuade you and <clears throat> because ultimately they don't have the balls to go for what they really want you know to do to make themselves happy so don't listen to that shit give her the fucking berries and uh make it happen man stop everybody needs to stop crying about being held back and find a way dude find a way you ever driven across this country have you ever driven across this country and realized that people drove across this country in wagons and you're crying about whatever, you know, like such silly fucking premise. All right, people, I feel like 28 minutes uh, is enough rambling. Now is a pretty, um, pretty steady ramble. I was worried by myself, but. All right, guys, Clint Files, number 10. I guess I'll do some ads brought to you by Stroker Industries, um, Motion Pro. I actually need to do more logos on this um, icon here if you're watching the video now that I realize that. Motion Pro, motionpro.com. You got tools and, uh, like, cables. They got sick-ass cables for your bike and, like, the baddest tools for real. Canvas MX. You can go there if you use code FMXEAST10, which if you know me, my original freestyle motocross company was called FMX East. Um, Chuck obviously knows me from then, so that's why my code is FMXEAST10. You can get 10% off. You can brand yourself. You don't have to wear anybody else's gear. And also, um, two wheels to freedom. Like, we're on the podcast feed here with this Clint Files because uh, there's way more people. I'm just making one big feed instead of having, like, just my personal feed and this feed and then have both of them suck. At least this way, this will be more consistent. Um, yeah, so that's it, everybody. Look for some, uh, oh, since it's my personal one, too, Comedy Collusion. Um, I did not build a website. You can go to ClintEsposito.com, which I have not updated in probably a month. Uh, you can go there. Look at that one. That has all the Comedy Collusion dates. Actually, it doesn't right now because I need to update it. Sorry, but I, I'll do that because I do have some shows coming up and stuff. But um, Comedy Collusion is named my comedy shows um, or like production, whatever. I don't know. That's what it's under. Um, so, yeah, if you like comedy, especially if you're nor in the Northeast, check it out. And um working on trying to do some events with some motocross stuff. So we shall see. Check back, people. Thanks for listening to me go on. And remember, fuck those people tell you can't do it. They don't know anything. I would never tell you you can't do anything. You can do whatever you want if you're willing to sacrifice to do it. That's the caveat. I don't care how much talent you have. I don't care anything. Find something that you don't mind doing the work. It's not considered work. You're doing something you enjoy. Okay? Because we realized if you enjoy it, it's not work. That's what the lesson from today. If you enjoy it, it's not work. Okay? So you find something that's not work to you, even if it sounds crazy, to make money at. Because here's the thing. 
even if like I wasn't I wanted to go I realized I said goodbye like fucking four minutes ago I wanted to race for a living then when I started doing freestyle I wanted to go to x games I wanted to do all that and I didn't do all that so in my mind I don't feel like I feel like I failed to an extent um but I still made money at it and I still was involved in the you know the sport that I loved since I was little so win-win what am I gonna do cry about riding motorcycles even though it could oh it wasn't racing or I didn't go to x games yeah that is a bummer but ultimately I still kind of I still and I don't feel like I did I feel like like I said I feel like I missed out I didn't push I started booking the business side of it and I didn't go to those big events and stuff but like I said, ultimately, there's a lot of people that did not ride dirt bikes for 16 years like I did for a living. So I'd never say, I, you know, again, I'm not the best. Never said I was going to be. Didn't think I was going to be. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but I'm not the worst either. So, you know, um, whatever. I'll take it. I'm cool. As long as I'm having fun and can survive, it's all good, man. So... Everybody find something you enjoy, learn how to survive off it, and when those other people come up and talk shit to you, just realize it's that's how uh, uh, depressed they are with their own lives, and then feel bad for it. Have some empathy, and be like, I don't know what to say. I'm not. I have empathy, but I'm not good with words, so I just don't say anything. So maybe you're smoother, and you can like uh, console them or something, but. Um. Yeah, everybody, don't cry to me. Suck it up. Stop being a pussy. Later, people.